Good evening and welcome to 3AM Thoughts. I'm your host, Riley Bird. If you're new, follow links.birdflock.com for all your notifications. That's l-i-n-k-s dot b-y-r-d f-l-o-c-k dot com. If you're already in the Bird Flock cult, make sure to spread the word and leave a five-star review wherever you listen. All right, let's get to it. Not me getting the plague. So, story time. I went out with my comedian friend and a geophysicist, long story, and I went through such a comedy of errors that led to me being locked out of my car, conveniently at 2.05 a.m. on a Sunday. And I caught the plague for like two weeks. So now that my lungs can function at the ADHD capacity you are accustomed without sounding like a broken kazoo, let's get to our episode. Did you know that rats are intelligent? Yes, they have the same terrible rodent traits as other species, but they can be trained to pull little wagons, and they can understand cause and effect. A rat in Tanzania was even awarded a medal for aiding in finding explosives. What a good rat. Rats contribute a lot to science, even questionably ethical science. And exactly none of these things dampen my delight at watching the mink man use dogs or mink to hunt rats. Nature does its thing regardless. But back to science. Have you heard about rats and their play behaviors? If you care to dive in more, Jordan Peterson gives a great lecture on rat behavioral psychology. Be delighted that rats can laugh. I mean, it's ultrasonically like bats, but still adorable. Juvenile rats, males especially, like to engage in something called rough-and-tumble play. And that involves a larger rat pinning a smaller rat in what would appear to be an act of dominance, but is in fact a game, uh, the rules of which are very specific. So whichever rat is pinned loses, essentially. Now, if the little rat doesn't get to play and win at least 30% of the time, then the little rat won't ask to play anymore. Even rats have a sense of fair play. Suck it, postmodernists. Now, having learned that, can you guess what Twitter's engagement is? It's about half a percent, and it maxes out at about 3%. Now, maybe you're wondering what Meta or Instagram, whatever the fuck they're calling it now is. It's 1.16%. And Facebook is even worse at 0.27%. That's insane, right? And the new kid on the block, TikTok, has a rate of 17.99%. Now, incorporating what we just learned about rats, it would make sense to be confused that we as humans would expect to see a number much closer to 30%. The rate of engagement is also throttled by companies to not exceed 10% of your following. So for larger accounts, this is a severe throttle. Now, this might be in part to force users into advertising their content, which makes the company a profit instead of just being an enjoyable app. But 
Who wants to monetize their gym selfies? I mean, unless you're an OnlyFans thought and like that's your deal or you're a fitness expert specifically, but wouldn't it be weird if Sharon down the block was starting to advertise pictures of her casserole or something? That just seems so incredibly weird to me and kind of defeats the purpose. Like, I was thinking about this the other day when I realized that most of the subscription services for audio or video, the the allure to paying for them is that you don't get ads. So they just show the ads to the people who are unwilling to pay for the service. So they're showing ads to people who won't justify a $10 to $20 app purchase a month. And they're trying to market products to those people. Does that make any sense to anybody else? Does it make sense that you would advertise, say, jewelry to people that don't have a disposable income for a streaming service? I mean, not to say that you don't have, you know, a disposable income, but doesn't it just seem kind of odd? It seems like they should be showing the ads to people that are already spending money, right? Like, that makes more sense. Like, let me put it this way. It would be weird for me to advertise lap dances at a soup kitchen. It's just the wrong environment for me to be trying to advertise that product, right? So why? I mean, to be fair, I'm not paying for like Spotify, for example. Hi, Spotify. Maybe you sponsor this. Um, But I'm not paying for like Spotify or YouTube music or whatever insert audio streaming service. I'm not paying for that service if I'm listening to ads. The reason I'm paying for it is so that I don't have to put up with that because I think for the most part, everyone hates ads unless it's something that you like genuinely want or need, which at this point can be determined by algorithm, right? So why are we paying for ads? It doesn't make any sense. And half the time now, I can't even figure out what the product of the ad is because most of the ads are woke now. So it's like, okay, um, this is an ad for a hair product, but it doesn't feature like it'll be an ad for a hair product. And then somebody bald will be in the ad and it's like diversity. And it's like, yeah, yeah, but I don't get it. Like you're not selling me on the product. So essentially you're just wasting a bunch of money creating this ad as an advertising company and you're not one, I don't even know what you're selling. And two, like now I'm like irritated that I had to watch something that didn't explain the premise. Like, have you ever watched a movie with your girlfriend and then she's asking like a thousand questions? How enjoyable is that? You know, like if you don't have basically like the thesis of your advertisement in the first like 10 seconds, like, 
Hi, I'm a guy with luxurious hair. Do you know why I have luxurious hair? This thing. Here you go. Like, simplify these fucking ads. If it's a funny ad, cool. But I haven't seen a funny ad in forever. It's just mostly like a scolding, which is the worst type of ad. Like, people people do not watch ads to be scolded. They watch ads begrudgingly because they don't want to pay for a streaming service. Like, get the memo advertising agencies. And how does this relate to whores? Because I know that you're wondering, why are we talking about ads, Riley? You have ads on your show. Well, that is correct, because all of my ads are for whores. For whores, by whores. That's what I like to say. So, digital sex work. What does this mean for horse sluts and ethots? Well, the emphasis on censoring explicit content to save the youth in actuality eliminates the only threat to media engagement. Because if there's one thing that an algorithm can't throttle, it's men wanting to wade through broken glass for titty pics and gym selfies. But apparently, everybody knows sex sells. So what... The advertising agencies have done, instead of create better ads or an algorithm that puts their advertisement for products that people want in front of those people, they're just like, throttle the whores. We can't have that kind of competition. No one will listen to our pointless, expensive, nonsense ad. Even though it would be far simpler to make an algorithm to keep children and the youth off of the naughty web, <laughs> but why would we do that? By the way, don't forget about the Ghislaine Maxwell trial because I'm sure that that has something to do with it because you don't run a successful quote-unquote modeling agency without figuring out loopholes to advertising or owning advertising. Isn't her dad like some sort of, you know, uh, fucking, oh my God, of course, I forgot to put that in my notes. I'm pretty sure her dad is some sort of media dude and or like secret agent of some kind. So it makes sense that they would know all of the workarounds. But like Becky from the gym just trying to send people to her OnlyFans so that she can like make her car payment does not know the ins and outs of how to circumvent the media. So... Of course, they throttle organic growth of whores, which back in the day, I know I'm old and I remember a time when social media did have organic growth because that's how they sucked all of the boomers in and to some extent the millennials, but like we really fucking worked the system. So back when you had organic growth and it, here's the thing, it's not like they took the growth away from people once they throttled everything. They're just like, listen, you're grandfathered in whores. You get to keep the likes, but if you fucking step one pussyfoot out of line, we are going to take down your account. So that's why you'll see people that are like, oh, well, you know, we have, we were shut down at like 2 million followers or whatever because they don't want them to have those followers. So of course they would make stricter and stricter guidelines. And it would be so simple to just fix the system, but they refuse to do so. <clears throat> so consensual sex work, which provides a human essential need 
for affection and socialization is stigmatized and censored. <coughs> Excuse me, I have the plague. <coughs> oh, man. And here I thought I was over it. So consensual sex work, which provides human essentials, despite overwhelming market demand, because let's face it, around 80% of men and approximately 30% of women want it to be available. Not necessarily do they want to pay for it, but they want the availability and access to sex. Whether or not people know they're paying for it is really the only variable. Hello, my bird flock. It's time for a fabulous flock fact. Cheetahs have an inbreeding problem and an attitude problem. They're probably related. All jokes aside, though, cheetahs are genetically identical at this point, as their genetic distribution hit a bottleneck around 10,000 years ago. You can get more flock facts and see me lewd and nude on OnlyFans.com forward slash Riley Bird. Again, find more nature facts and see your favorite horny slut at OnlyFans.com forward slash R-I-L-E-Y-B-Y-R-D. Now back to the show. And some people are too high and mighty to pay for sex, but if you actually take into account, like for example, my ex-girlfriend, if you, ladies and gentlemen who have dated women or know people that date women, get out your calculators. So add up all the times that you've gone to dinner, bought a gift, spent time with that person because time is money. And I'm certain that someone out there, most of us, has skipped out on work to spend time with a significant other. So take your hourly rate of how much you work, add that all in there. The money doesn't just fall out of the air, folks. Like you are spending real time and real money on people. When, let's face it, if you for certainty had a set price and you thought, oh, it's X amount of dollars to procure a whore that will come over, have sex with me, and then leave, and then I can get back to grinding, how much more productive would most people be? Now, I'm not saying that you guys are all heartless succubus predators like I am, but I definitely would be laying on a bed full of cash if that was an available option. I certainly wouldn't have been, (laughs) I don't know, trying to figure out two or three guys that I could rotate through while I had a full-time two jobs. Like, wouldn't have been doing that. I would have been like, um, hello, Eduardo, can you come over? I will cash up you the money and, you know, get my rocks off. And now I can work another 18-day shift straight, like, the dream. So this high demand for thirst traps and porn has also led to robots exploiting this loophole. And I'm sure all of you guys have had bot messages where it's like a hot girl that's like, mm, I've been deleted it, blah, blah, blah. But then the messages they send you is like an ATM machine responding back to you. And it's like, hi, can you give me your name, address and bank account? And you know, it's a bot, you know, it's a robot. Because The username is just like a thousand numbers and letters. It's not even like actually a girl's name. They like barely go through the trouble to be like, uh, it's Ashley. And like maybe occasionally like the photos are of like two completely different girls on an Instagram. And it's like, oh, this is me. It's all me on here. And it's like, you know, 
clearly there's a reason that someone has created a robot to do this. And it wouldn't be created in a vacuum. So a simple solution to all of these problems is an algorithm that simply does not allow minors to interact with adults. And if it accidentally child-locked an actual adult, they would just upload verification. Done. And for those who prefer not to see spicy pics, realistically, a minority of users, because let's all be honest, definitely a minority of my listeners, you sick, sick fucks, just click a mature content box. There you go. Like, I don't want to see titties. Click, check, done. And if you want to see spicy pics, minus literal porn, which I do believe should be behind a paywall for both safety and privacy, because everybody likes to talk about sexual exploitation and porn, but nobody wants to do anything about it. And while you get free porn, that comes with performers being abused, allegedly. And when performers have control of their content and they have the rights to all of their content, then they kind of get to make their own decisions. And for the people that want free porn to exist, well, when porn doesn't make a profit anymore, it you think people are just going to make porn for the fun of it? I mean, I do, but I'm a sick, twisted fuck. So just check the box as an approved spicy user if you want to post spicy pics and age verify like a regular whore does. No shame. It's totally fine. If you want to post pictures of your ass in a teeny weeny bikini, then do like a fraction of the amount of work that actual sex workers have to do. I feel like that's more than fair. Like Karen, Sharon, Cindy, Rebecca, if you guys... Want to post thirst traps on the internet? No sweat. Okay. But like, if you're going to post your tits out and your ass out, just like do everyone the courtesy of not being a child. Like, I think we can all kind of agree. And if we don't agree on that, then, you know, clearly we have a problem. Speaking of exploitation of whores, AVN, the adults video network. I can't believe I worked for this company, never fully figured out what the acronym of the company is. Isn't that ridiculous? AVN is terminating their subscription platform, also known as AVN Stars, which was an excellent catalog of my naughty pics and videos. So now, you lucky ducks, you guys have already had uh, the perfect link to find all of those things. And now that will exclusively be on OnlyFans.com. Wasn't trying to do that to you. I'm not trying to be like Gucci and Prada and Fendi and do limited drops like that. But, you know, got to do what the industry forces us to do because everybody keeps pretending to be these Puritan people that don't like porn. But then it's like, you know, it's it's got to be somewhere. First of all, it's like a basic human right to have affection and all of that stuff. And as long as they're a consenting adult, like, you're kind of just a weirdo if you don't let consenting adults do what they would like to do, as long as it's not harming somebody else. So now that's uh, all of the naughty content with your favorite slut is going to be exclusively on OnlyFans with live shows on Streammate, 
follow RileyBird.com for all notifications and links. That's going to be R-I-L-E-Y-B-Y-R-D.com. And speaking of spicy pics, I am seeing someone new. Well, actually two new people. I broke up with my previous photographers. I refused to spend another second in front of their cameras. Um, They are all far too much to deal with. Um, First of all, it's like pulling teeth to get any of the photos back from the photo shoots, which is just like so like... First of all, shitty for people that are trying to, like, access that content. I really do try and get you guys stuff in a timely fashion. And the fact that I have to, like, fight with photographers to get the photos that I distribute to you guys is absolutely ridiculous. And second of all, like, all these bizarre, ridiculous things. Like, I have this one photographer that's just like, oh, all I want to see is, like, you're oiled up pussy. And I'm like, yeah, that's all well and good. But the idea that someone's just going to put a print of my oiled up pussy in their living room in Boise, Idaho is absolutely ridiculous. You do not live in LA or New York. And like, yes, I have an aesthetic pussy, but like that's kind of a niche product, you know? And if you are somebody that has like oiled up pussy prints on your walls, then I guess hit me up at 3M Thoughts with Riley Bird at gmail.com, conveniently located on my links. And I mean, I guess we'll let the numbers decide how uh how common that is. So my first new photographer captured me in just like a very sexy Wes Anderson bougie goth vibe. And I really love that. I've been getting a lot of uh A lot of people telling me that that is the aura that I put out there, which I never really noticed before, but I can totally see it now that I've seen that. I guess I just haven't had a photo shoot with somebody that could bring that out that I could see. So that was really interesting and I really enjoyed that. And the second photographer I'm seeing is charging less than my previous photographer And is astounding. This man makes people look like these beautiful ethereal goddesses. And I love it. I actually might have him shoot my cover shots for all of my naughty press releases. But we'll see how that goes. I just, I need to be a magazine hoe. So that is our episode. I hope it was informative. And I hope that you guys like my ailment voice because I don't know I don't know if this like kind of gravelly like undertone voice is my thing but let me know dearest bird flock I once again wanted to thank you for your support I know that you had a choice of cult and I'm happy that you chose mine don't forget to follow links.birdflock.com for all your notifications, that is L-I-N-K-S dot B-Y-R-D F-L-O-C-K dot com. And leave a review wherever you listen.